In 2237, the Fourth Light Division of the Terran Stellar Navy vanished into an interdimensional rift. Now they wear the crimson sword and planet uniform of the Terran Stellar Empire. The union of spacefaring planets is but a ragtag alliance of rebellion. Ambition and oppression surround them. Who can be trusted? Who must be watched? And where is the way home? You're listening to Nixora Free News, and this is Fleet News Pulse. This cycle on the Pulse. Fascist Justicar Marco is officiating the Moritani Monday trial. Fourth Light Division fighters become official allies of the Terran Senatorial Navy. And as promised from last cycle, the tale of my harrowing escape from the Empire's clutches. But now our regular dose of Imperial propaganda. The Pulse starts now. Here is the summary of recent events across the operational area of the Spinward Marches. No military action was recorded last shift except for corrective maintenance on the latest sensor arrays being tested by jumpgate patrols at Waypoint 60. Naval intelligence attributes this to insurgent support being occupied with alien troublemaking in the primitive Antara sector beyond the Empire's current border. Imperial Justice Yar Margot made an appearance in the Rhea system on her last stop before arrival at Fortress Fenring for the trials of Moritane and Mundy on charges of high treason. On the starport red carpet, she wore a stunning gown of crimson silk with a full sable cape in the style of the early Ascension period. Her polished Spartan helmet and Lictor's axe-bladed fascia of office is one of the original two sets handmade by the Emperor's personal artificer. The crowd looked on in respectful silence at this avatar of the Emperor's mercy. Despite the slow progress initially made by 4th Hunter Group, Sub-Admiral McCullough's indomitable 1st Battle Command have reconquered Crescinda. Imperial administration is now bringing order to the ravaged system. We are confident that 4th Hunter Group will put their intensive retraining to good use in the vanguard of the Empire's next major assault. Key staff of research station R-56X remain missing after accounting for known survivors and recovered frozen corpses. The omnipotent Azure Legion expressed grave concern for the welfare of any survivors and wishes to reunite them with their languishing research. A reward is offered to any informant providing actionable intelligence as to the whereabouts of any confused scientist still absent from their duty. Here is a summary of freedom operations throughout the Spinward Marches. The 4th Light Division Freedom Fighters made formal contact with the Terran Senatorial Navy declaring themselves independent of the Empire and exploring common short-term goals. The TSN continued to express concern about the validity of the upcoming trial of Titan System's beloved Prefect Moritani. These Imperial renegades just may have relevant intel. They also traded with our Natani allies, returning pillaged art treasures in exchange for a refugee from an Imperial research station. Perhaps in an effort to establish some sort of practical working relationship, 4LD mounted a joint operation with TSN elements to raid hegemony positions in Antara Sector 12 for classified military equipment. The division then disappeared, 
We received subsequent reports of malfunctions at the Cerberus Gate to Atlantis, strange sensor anomalies at Waypoint 60, and confirmation that the courageous rebel commandos captured at Cerberus Gate Control are en route to Fortress Finrig for trial. We salute you, brothers and sisters. Cry freedom! Many of you are probably asking how I escaped capture from the Imperial Intelligence and was able to be one of the last beings to get behind the Nixora Planetary Alliance shield before they had to close off their borders. I am finally able to file this report. This is James Young on board the Imperial Transport Shuttle Yankee 4-5 Alpha. I'm here with... Uh, ten other beings. Uh, we are all strapped to our seats, and thankfully, when I was recruited into the Nixoran Resistance, I was fitted with a subdermal recording device and rescue beacon. I'm hoping the Resistance can find- What's going on back there? Heads down, be quiet. It's been a couple days. Uh, we're only given neutropellets. A little more than feed for animals. Thankfully, the guards have started to get bored, lazy, and- Yeah, I know that your people love this stuff, but you can't have mine. No, I kind of need to eat too. We don't all store food in our legs or whatever. Day four. We're halfway there and- Okay, I know you're talking to yourself. No, I'm just trying to pass the time. Are you wearing a wire? Do we need to search you again? No, no. Now did I say you could speak, Prisoner 2817- Can it, Roach. You think I care if you want more pellets? You can stop. Day six. Things are getting grim. Pellets are running low. I think they're hoarding them to sell at the prison- The hell? Evasive maneuver! Get us the hell- Boarding action! We have- We're- Oh, thank God, you were following my beacon. Wait, your beacon? You were the agent? Why didn't you tell me? Because I didn't give you my... What the fu- So, apparently I was only fitted with a listening device. I didn't have a beacon. Charlie. Sorry. <clears throat> Obviously, we made it to Nixora. Thanks to the Resistance, and thanks to Nixor for saving this reporter's life. And that's all the news for this cycle. Tune in next time for the truth about what's happening in Imperial Space and the entire Spiral Arm. This has been Fleet News Pulse. You're listening to the Nixora Free Network, a blazing torch in the night. This show is part of the Planetside Productions Network. For more information, please visit www.planetside.pro and thank you for listening.